What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not, not another, another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Ain't it? Episode 38. Okay. 38. Um, We got the oh. 38 Smith and Wesson. Yeah. <laughs> 38 Snub Nose. There we go. 38 action going on. The NRA guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Second Amendment. Let's go. Second Amendment guy over here. Before we get it cracking, got to shout out the lovely Jazz, creator of J-Scope, the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout. So ladies, get your J-Scope on. Be like the lovely Jazz. Mm -hmm. They say summer bodies are created in the winter. Absolutely, yeah. So... You know, create your summer body now. And I was definitely working on mine inadvertently in this winter because what a hell of a winter <laughs> we got this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I'm not yeah. counting my yoga workouts or more weightlifting or none of that or MMA. I'm talking about shoveling mm. the damn snow, which I had to do on the way to record this. Mm. <laughs> Took like, what, 40, 45 minutes digging my car out. Mm. So I was like, oh, that counts as my workout for today. <laughs> Not hitting the gym today. Arm sore. I'm like, I feel like I got a workout in. That was your that. lift right there. That yeah. was your squats and your lifting right exactly. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty bad. Um, for our people who are listening in different regions, uh, we got hit with what, about a foot of snow? At least a foot. At yeah. least a foot this uh-huh. weekend. Um, like when I put up to work on Friday, <laughs> when I put up, it was like two cars in the parking lot. I'm like, so just nobody came to work today but my dumb ass. My mm. seven-month pregnant ass is out here at work. Yeah. And nobody came. And then... Everybody said, fuck that. <laughs> and then like more people started coming in, so I felt better. But then I ended up taking a half a day because uh, Ari's school closed early, so I had to go mm-hmm. back and pick her up, you know, in enough time. And then pretty much since Friday... I haven't left the house. <laughs> I planned for this because, like, I did the overnight show Friday morning. You know, got out at five a.m. and then I went shopping the day before. Filled mm-hmm. my gas up. Um, changed my oil. I was like, I'm not leaving the house on Friday. I planned on that. Yeah. yeah. So like Friday, I was in. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday is a totally different story, but yeah, Friday <laughs> didn't leave the house at all. Yeah, I did that too. I did. I filled up my car. I did the uh, the grocery shopping. Made some yeah, dinner. I did all yeah, that stuff I did Thursday, that. So I was like, I am not leaving this house on Friday. Because, <laughs> yeah, I got in the house Friday. I said, oh, no, not today. Not today. No, no, no. Not and today. I be looking out the window like, oh, okay. So you said my car is buried now. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have to do some digging there. So Mark is going to get out my car. So yeah. It won't me be me digging. I'm, I'm all, <laughs> dug, all dug out. <laughs> all dug out. Shout out Lisa Lisa and Cold Jam. <laughs> <laughs> a little all cried out joke. Right I'm all dug out. All dug out. <laughs> but be safe out there. Be safe wherever you are, whatever region you live in. Just please be safe this winter. And since I did the mention a little um, Mutumbo wave, shout out to all my legendary NBA fans. Yes. Let's kick things off with a little NBA talk. Oh my gosh. Whole, um, Is your head still spinning around? Mainly after, because of the Cleveland Cavaliers. After and what they the did. Uh, trade deadline, which which they always them, them sons of bitches in Cleveland. We talked about that on y'all the, on always the do something every trade deadline. Y'all always pull it. Mm-hmm. Y'all pull a move, and then this one is um might have been the most gangster move that they've done. Yeah. <laughs> they basically like reinvented the whole team <laughs> in a matter of twenty four hours. All right, here's the trade. Um, Cavs. Um, they got it. George Hill, yes. Rodney Hood mm-hmm. from Utah, both guys. Okay. They sent out Joe uh, the Sacramento Kings. This is a three-team trade right here. Right. The Kings got Joe Johnson, Iman Shumpert, 
a second rounder from Miami via Cleveland, and the Jazz received Jay Crowder and Derrick Rose. Now, I know that Joe Johnson got bought out by the Kings, and I believe Rose is going to get bought out by the Jazz. He got waived already. He already got waived. He already got waived. And they said that uh, supposedly Minnesota and uh, the Wizards are showing uh, interest in Derrick Rose. So, yeah, the Derrick Rose thing has gotten up there. Because though Johnson got waived immediately, Rose was still hanging around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got waived waived too. I expected that. I expected both of those because old two veteran guys like, yeah, contenders can use them right. you know? Utah doesn't need or Sacramento don't need either of those guys and right Washington now. does need help with the point right now because um, with uh, John Wall being out they yeah. do need help with the point so he might end up in Washington mm-hmm. like the, um, Thibodeau, Butler, Gibson reunion would probably would be, be nice. ideal but yeah. they got a lot of guards up there because they yeah. got um, Jeff Teague they have Tyus Jones I want to say is still there they got a lot of guards oh there, yeah so but it would be nice yeah. just to see like the, the It'd be squad. Cool to see like yeah, Bulls two point oh in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota's looking good right now. So. Yeah, I like Minnesota. Yeah. You know, like they fucked up the Bulls tank the other day when <laughs> Jimmy Butler missed the, the potential game winner in that exactly. game. Exactly, but he said, "No, nah, I'm winning this game." <laughs> this is home. He was like, "His playing against his old team. He wanted yeah. to have his moment against his yeah. former team, which guys do." So and I they both it, uh, yeah. were going toe for toe. That, that was a that was a great game. Something to show. That was a great game. So you want to trade me? Like both guys had that chip yeah, on their they shoulder. Both had a chip. So, okay, well, I'm gonna show you. You shouldn't have traded me. And that first step in Zach Levine was ridiculous. When I was mm-hmm. watching the game, I was like, "Ooh!" Like his first step was like mm-hmm. he was going at Butler, and Butler was going right back at him. Mm-hmm. But, but the Bulls did lose to the Wizards. They got back on the tank. <laughs> to me, everything's opposite with the Bulls now. To me, wins are losses, and losses are wins. Because like when you're a tanking team, it's like right. The like more you went, lose, the better it is. For you we for want draft that top position. Hit. We want that number one spot. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, Especially since like the NBA is allegedly changing the tank rules. So, exactly. Like, yeah, this is your last shot to so get no that, more that, Philadelphia. Yeah, Philly did kind of what the Bulls tried to do back in the day, except it worked with Philly. Mm-hmm. Like Jerry Krause's draft did have made a lot of wrong draft picks, like like Marcus Pfizer and shitheads like that. <laughs> Because they, they had day, like that's a day yeah. I've heard in like years. He's, like, he's, he's a top five pick. They picked him number four overall. Huh? Let's do. He's out of the NBA probably within like four or five seasons or something like that. He didn't have much of a career. But yeah, it's like shitheads like that. Like because they, they had like all these high lottery picks. Yeah. Oh my god. Of course, like Jay Williams. We all know what happened with him. And shit. Oh yeah. But, yeah they the, um, yeah. they had a bunch of like like top four picks, but yeah, it just didn't pan out. Like Philly did and it worked. Mm-hmm. Years later, Krause tried to do it. Didn't work out. Didn't back work then. out so much. <laughs> and then what else happened? Oh, back back with the Cavs. What else uh, yeah, happened? They made like a couple of huge trades. Mm-hmm. I also, see. yeah, from the Lakers, they got Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. Yes, sent out Channing Frye, Isaiah Thomas, and um, their 2018 first rounder. Yeah, this year's first mm-hmm. round of 2018. Just... And IT was saying that he was like, I don't want to be traded. He never wanted to leave Boston. He said, I'm sick of being put on the trading block. He said, mm-hmm. I'm tired of this. I don't want to be. crazy. His run with Cleveland was only like 15 games or something like that. He was there like very briefly. Because he was injured. So, yeah. So, like, when this, he only played about 15 games total, I want to say, as a cap. Yeesh. I didn't expect him to like stick around anyway because um because Isaiah Thomas like this is um everything sucks for what happened to him this year right because like he wants to get that max deal right You're seeing like Steph Curry and all these guys mm-hmm. getting these contracts it's like this was supposed to be his year He's like I want that two hundred million dollar contract million. but 
injuries like killed it's mm-hmm. like the Cavs were never going to pay him 200 million so nah. like they were going to let him walk anyway so nah, it made sense for them I doubt the Lakers pay him 200 no. million so like yeah. I don't know what um the future holds for Mr. Thomas but it's like mm-hmm. it sucks that he got hurt like right now in his contract right, right in the contract year but these moves actually like um I like it what Cleveland did mm-hmm. it all uh, made them younger it made more them athletic. younger and for like two reasons, like, it made them yeah. better for this year. First of all, like, because, you know, LeBron wants to make his, what, eight straight finals or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And it makes them better for like if LeBron bounces, which is a huge possibility. That's still a rumor out there. Because mm-hmm. like even if LeBron bounces, okay, you got a bunch of young guys and you still have that Brooklyn pick. Yeah. Which like could be like the number one pick this year. That's why we need to tank. We're competing with the Cavs right now. Yeah, Cavs, you don't yeah. want the Cavs to get number one no. over the Bulls. It's like so, no. you gotta out tank that. Thing. Even though like they're, they're they're not tanking because Brooklyn can't tank because they don't have their own pick. So like, there's so no point. They just suck. They just actually yeah, they're losing. Just bad. They're not trying to lose. Yeah, like Brooklyn's Brooklyn just, just bad. not good. They're just not good. But they got that in the Kyrie Irving trade. They got Brooklyn's pick for mm-hmm. 2018 this year, which could be another. It's um totally unprotected. It could be the top pick. Wow. So, like, um, even if LeBron leaves, like, like I said, the Cavs were smart with these moves they made. Yeah. They say, okay, we got younger for, like, right now. And, like, even if he leaves, like, we're good. Like, mm-hmm. We're not going to be like – it's not going to be like in 2010 when he left. Right. Like, they, they put themselves in and a good position And they went on a 27-game lose streak mm-hmm. <laughs> back there. And plus it's cool for, like, Larry Nash, for all of my OG NBA fans. Oh, it's like um, Larry Nash, like, his um, his father, Larry Nash Sr., mm-hmm. is a former Cav, yeah. His legendary calf from the um, Mark Price, uh, from the era when Jordan. Oh, had the with the shot in eighty nine. Yeah, Larry yeah, Nash is from that era. Yeah, okay, Cavs, yeah. gotcha. I remember. Yeah, I do remember that name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he I was he was the LeBron yeah. of that era, the small forward on that team. Yeah, basically. okay. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. But um, so it's be it's cool for him. Like he grew up watching that team. He's looking mm-hmm. up his father's number is hanging up there in the rafters. Yeah. Now you're playing now in this the, uh, the same team. So it's got to be like a big deal for Larry Nash getting traded to the Cavs. Yeah. It does. He's probably the only guy ever like excited to get traded to Cleveland. Because <laughs> like he grew up with it. He, so they said he was to go from L.A. to Cleveland because like that's the rumor that he was ecstatic. Um, when he found out he got traded, so it's mm. cool. You getting to play for like your father's team. Mm-hmm. Your father's number is retired exactly. in that building, so it's like pretty cool. Yeah. It'd be cool if he actually wore his father's number. I think I don't think he because it's retired. It's retired, but, but it'd be yeah. pretty cool to like, wear his cool jersey cool number. Yeah. Be like Nats, like wore his father's. Nats and Nats. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. Um, and plus you got rid of like all the, the um these old guys. You can see like they were old. Yeah, <laughs> they were you see old. what the Cavs are doing is like um, LeBron's grip on that team ain't as tight as it as it's been since 2014 when he came mm-hmm. back. It's like um, the organization is like shifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Before it was like all oh, whatever LeBron wants, like yeah, but like with this trade, you could tell like they um made some moves to like help LeBron, but also made some moves like if he leaves, if like he we're leaves, good. we're gonna cover like, ourselves. These moves, like we're that, yeah, we're getting these young guys. Oh, and Wade went back to Miami. Yeah, with Dwayne Wade, I forgot yeah. that was the last he move. Went back Wade to Miami. for um, protected. It's basically for nothing. It's like a heavily protected second rounder, like which means like it might not even be, they might even not even get that second round. But pick. I think it's they just wanted to send him back. I think just, it's like, appropriate that he gets to go to back home and then just wanted to do as a favor, right? And then Wade can just retire mm-hmm. there. Like maybe he might do like another like year or two. Yeah. Maybe in Miami, and then 
he can retire. Which was nice. So you saw um, he had his return to Miami. Yeah, I saw that. Standing ovation. And I saw nice. his yeah. wife was Gabrielle, out there. like with the phone. Like, yeah, recording. Yeah. She yeah. wanted to get like the moment. And his the, boys. she was on the gram or whatever. And his boys were phone. there too. So, because mm-hmm. like she and the boys had been there. They were in Miami. Yeah. So. And so I saw his video yeah. he made when he first found out he got traded. He was with his family. He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad to be coming home. Because like he said, now I can sleep in my own bed every night. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he just, yeah, he got to stay in a hotel or wherever he was staying in Cleveland. I'm sure they probably been living out of a hotel. Yeah. But yeah, now he could lay back at the crib. Yeah. Unless he was just in LeBron's guest house, maybe. LeBron's <laughs> guest house. Yeah. He could be in LeBron's guest yeah. house. <laughs> Funniest meme I saw about that was when we said, man, we got to trade away some of these We got to get rid of these bubs. LeBron signed that. <laughs> he signed. <laughs> now we got these bubs out. We can get some new blood. Yeah, Brian looking at him like, like nigga, what? Hilarious. But wait is old. He's like my age. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is old. So, <laughs> so yeah, finishes. He do like just how, yeah. how Kevin Garnett did with Minnesota. He got to finish out right, his just career. Go back there, and like just Wade finish. could do the same thing. I like to see that when like the old guy goes back to his original team. Yeah. Because like you don't want to see like your old legend. Like you like, don't want to um, see them go out. Scottie old Pippen did that. Uh, with he, the Bulls, um, came back yeah, to he Chicago, came back. Um, like the mid two thousands or yeah, whatever. Yeah, what was it like? Oh, two thousand three. I think he came back like to that. Chicago, something like that. Yeah, somewhere around that time. Because you no, know, Scotty, he had he had left on bad terms. Like he yeah, went to Houston went for to like Houston a cup of coffee that nobody remembers. <laughs> and then he was with yeah. Portland. People mostly remember him during the Portland run mm-hmm. with the, um, the Jail Blazers team. Oh yeah, the Jail Blazers. Scotty was the one guy that didn't go to jail on that team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like part of the Jail Blazers. Yeah. But that's what, uh, and then he ended up coming back to Chicago to finish. Then was Chicago back to BJ Armstrong? Then he go back to BJ the Bulls? was here during that same yeah. time. I think too. <laughs> All the old guys came he brought back. Brought back those old Bulls that the finished their careers. So, but I mean, I like cool. to see yeah. that when the old guys come back because mm-hmm. it's like the BJ they dumped when they um yeah come back because I think um it was a money thing. They ended up um now they traded for Rodman. They didn't sign Rodman. I was about to say they they did get him for like to try to create money for Rodman. I think they just like got they got rid of BJ because they didn't need him. Because mm-hmm. like the Bulls play like uh, say reason the Cavs got rid of Isaiah Thomas. Right. The Bulls like yeah like Pippen was like the point forward and then Jordan did ball handling too. Mm-hmm. So they didn't need a traditional point guard. Right. BJ was like a guy that needed the ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. Pax when they had him starting was different. Pax was a spot up shooter, catch and shoot guy. Yeah. BJ was like he like he needed the ball in his hand. So I think ball, that's why yeah. they got rid of him. Nancy, they brought Harper in. Harper was like a three and D guy. Yeah, he was a, guy, D, yeah, yeah. He was so, a yeah, defensive guy. He didn't need the ball in his hand either. Yeah. So I think that's the main reason they got rid of BJ. Did you see that picture yeah. somebody posted? It was uh, at the Bulls game on Friday, and it was uh, Pippen, Grant, um, Kukoch, and uh, uh, Harper. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like all of them together smiling in the picture, and I was like, yeah. So that was the, um, basically the, the big four <laughs> from the um, the when Jordan was playing baseball. Yeah. That would have been the big four. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that year because like um, not I take that no, back. No, Grant wasn't there. Yeah, Grant was because Grant gone. and Harper yeah. had were like a year apart. They they never played. They together. never played together, right? Grant left in '94. Harper came in '94. Mm-hmm. So like, Grant Harper basically replaced Grant. And then yeah. Jordan, of course, but it was came just cool. It was just cool yeah. just seeing those yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was like, if mm-hmm. they all could have played together, that would have been. That's so why I think that 94 team would have been dope. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what if, like, had Jordan never left? Because it would have been a hybrid of the two championship eras. Mm-hmm. The 94 team had, um, you still had Pax and, like, 
Armstrong and got and Grant from like the first team, but then you had like Ku Coach Kerr. Mm-hmm. It's like it would been like a mixture a nice of the mixture two teams. Here. Had Jordan not retired, it'd been cool to see that team take the court. Yeah. You'd had like half of like the old Bulls and half, half of, of the, the new, new Bulls. Bulls. It'd have been pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> memories. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just had to go down memory lane with that. But good move. Like, and the Lakers benefited definitely from that trade as well, too, because mm-hmm. um remember um I think last week they were saying now we're gonna focus on summer of twenty nineteen because Lakers still like they still kinda suck. So yeah. They do. So they said we're not going after any big fish this year, but this trade, um, like getting rid of Clarkson and then even Nance too, because um, Nance is still on the rookie contract, but I know like next year he's gonna be like he's gonna want his money, or mm-hmm. and Clarkson had just resigned, so they got rid of him, and um, so like it created basically now they got they can go for like two max guys. Don't they have like forty six million? Or like about like fifty yeah. million. So it created yeah. two max contracts, like basically. Like, and the rumor are they going for PG thirteen? George and possibly LeBron is what I've been hearing. Because the rumor I keep on hearing is uh, PG-13. Mm-hmm. Like those two yeah. is what I've been hearing. I don't I think st- LeBron goes out west. LeBron ain't never going to go out west. Too it doesn't make sense. It makes like, no sense. Because like just staying in the east, like he could go to the finals the rest Every of his year, career. Every year, yeah. <laughs> and it'll still be good for his legs. So even if he never wins any other any more rings... If we went to the finals like 12 straight years, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's pretty fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. So, like, even, like, legacy-wise, it makes sense for them to stay in the mm-hmm. East. Because, like, going up so, west. When it is, like, someone that is, like, direct competition is uh, the Celtics. And with this move, like, I think the, um, right. the Cavs uh, and Celtics, it, it closed the gap some. It like, closed these, it, this yeah. trade. Mm-hmm. The Cavs got three guys under 25, basically. Yeah. With Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, and Larry Nance Jr., and Guy Riddle said Wade, D Rose, <laughs> okay. like um, Channing Fry, Shumper. They got rid of all of these fuckers. Did Shumper? Did uh, not Shumper? Did um, Terrence Fry make a video for Basically, the Basically, right, he found <laughs> he got traded. He said, "Yeah, don't go on." So he has to get traded. Exactly. <laughs> he did fall off because Channing Fry, like He's in old Phoenix, now, yeah. like in Phoenix, he was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. he was good in Phoenix, but like yeah. he fell all the way off." He's old now. <laughs> He's got old. <laughs> And Jay Crowder was kind of a bum this year too, because like he was like, um, think about that. Like none of those guys matter that they got in the Kyrie trade. No, they still got that Brooklyn pick, so we'll see what happens with that. But um, mm-hmm. it was like Jay Crowder, Isaiah Thomas, and that pick was what they got. Was anybody else? I'm forgetting. I remember those were like the three names. Now mm-hmm. Isaiah and Crowder are both gone. Like and and they um Isaiah was still half injured, and Crowder just sucked. He just never <laughs> he just sucked. Crowder might be one of those guys that's like a system guy. Because he sucked before Boston. He was dope in Boston. Now he sucked after Boston. He might be like a system guy that he yeah. worked in that Boston system. That Boston system. It's like, he might not be that good. Because like, mm-hmm. he was dope with Boston. Yeah, he was. He like was with his defense with and Cavs. stuff. And then I think yeah. was he with Dallas. I think before Boston, he sucked in. So yeah, <laughs> maybe Crowder's not that good. He's just a system guy. <laughs> the more I think about it. <laughs> Petty. And there's a bunch of other trades that um Chicago Bulls got Noah Vonley, which I like that move. Another mm. um young young bigs better than Felicio at least. So yeah. So um and then I think he's restricted this summer, so Bulls get to look at him the rest mm-hmm. of the year. See yeah. him as a guy like it was a win win. They basically traded away nothing. It was like some foreigner I'd never heard of that um who's probably never gonna set foot in the NBA. I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, so all those overseas guys. It could probably could have been another Nico Miritich who they also traded uh, last week. 
So like the um the guy they traded for Noah Vonley basically was nothing. It's like right. <laughs> so like I think um I was they give him a look the rest of the season. Yeah, it's kind of like how they did with Carter Williams. It just didn't pan out. Like they traded basically nothing, like Tony Snell for him. So what's he doing now, Carter Williams? What Carter Williams doing? was with um the Hornets last I heard. Okay, I think he was with Charlotte. Oh yeah, yeah, because I remember the Bulls played. The Hornets not too long ago, and they, I remember seeing his name. I was like, "Oh, that's where he's at." Because you know, like, what team I play for? Like, you teams, forget, yeah. <laughs> you forget where people go after a while. <laughs> a lot of them we forgot this time. Also, um, the gift that keeps giving, Doug McDermott got traded again. Really? <laughs> it's the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks, yeah, the Knicks traded him. Um, Emmanuel Moody. It's a three day, three team trade right here involving mm-hmm. Emmanuel Moutier, Devin Harris, and um, Doug McDermott. Oh, really? Devin Harris? Oh, yeah, okay. Devin Harris is with Denver. Ah. Moutier to New York. Nice move because, um, yeah, Knicks, like, especially with the um, Porzingis injury. Oh, yeah, like that. So, yeah, oh, when I saw so Porzingis going there, that was. It creates like, another uh, possible tank team. That's when I, that's why my mind was fucked up that my mind goes there. When as soon as I want to see guys get hurt, it's like, oh, that means the Knicks are probably tanking now because I think they were competing before because, mm-hmm. like, you got Porzingis, Porzingis trying yeah. to get a playoff spot. But now it's like they're probably another tanking get team. Well now. Soon, Porzingis, yeah. Get well soon, Porzingis. Get well soon. Yeah, torn ACL, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, McDermott's a Dallas Maverick now. So, yeah, that dude okay. just can't find a home. <laughs> it seemed like he would do good if they put him, like, on the Spurs. He would do good probably there. I could see him signing because I think Doug is – he's a free agent next summer, I want to say. I could see, like, a Popovich, like, taking somebody. So, like, somebody, he's, like, like um, Spurs might give him a look. Like, not be afraid, but Popovich knows how to take trash and turn it into treasure. I look at um, you know I mean? I'm not saying he's Green. trash, Danny but you know Green what I mean when I say that. You know what I mean when I say that. He takes I think trash. Danny, what Danny Green in the D League, I think, before he went yeah, to San Antonio. He stopped until he went he to the Spurs. Meh. He was meh. Mm-hmm. And then Popovich knows how to wield his team. Guy, he knows man. how to, like, yeah, mm-hmm. flip it. Like, Thibodeau knew how to do it, but then, like, Thibodeau worked his people a little bit too hard, and that's why them injuries piled up. Yeah. Especially yeah. like like two two corpses now are like Ding and Noah. Yeah, so wore those two guys he wore in the them ground out. basically. So now like look at you can tell mm-hmm. that yeah because Ding was playing what like forty minute forty five. Remember the boys were like low on wings, which is why they didn't um, weren't real contenders during that time in the early two thousands because um you got Keith fucking Bogan starting at the two. <laughs> Then Ronnie Brewer kind of coming off the bench. So, like, yeah, like, your wings were kind of weak. So, that's why Dean played heavy minutes because the other yeah. wings were kind of trash. Like, Corver was good, but out of the rest of those wings were trash. Yeah, they were. You had Dean and a bunch of shitheads, basically, <laughs> yeah. like outside of Corver. <laughs> yeah. It's a bunch of, like, terrible niggas who, like, been out of the mm-hmm. league for years. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, that's why Dean played, like, 45 minutes a night or whatever the hell he was yeah, playing. Yeah, he was playing damn near. Mm-hmm. Heavy minutes. Damn near 48 yeah. Almost the whole again. game, yeah. I mean, he just feel like a pee break because he played like 40, 47 minutes and twenty nine seconds, yeah. something like that. Like basically, they put, like, like pee in to like tell them to take a pee, piss right? <laughs> <laughs> basically. <laughs> so that's and then uh, same thing happened with Noah, like because Noah's like his corpse, corpse, corpse. his corpseness happened <laughs> based when Rose went out with the knee injury. Like Noah was playing those heavy minutes yeah. during that time because they didn't have any other stars, yeah. And Noah like, was like the Ding, heartbeat of the team. Because Ding was a corpse by then. <laughs> Butler hadn't really emerged yet. He was right. still like young, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like Noah was the go-to guy. Like Boozer was trash, yeah. But Noah yeah. was the go-to. Because Noah guy was in the conversation like, for uh, MVP that year. Yep, and he won Defensive Player. He of the won year Defensive Player year. of the Year. Yep. 
And then he became a bum like immediately right after, after that. all that. Because <laughs> of them damn minutes. <laughs> immediately. Because he was playing about 40 minutes a night during that phase when Rose Jeez. had his knees injuries. <laughs> Rose, I mean, uh, Noah was playing heavy minutes yeah. during that time. Another big trade. Um, Phoenix Suns got Alfred Payton. Oh, okay. I like that move. They basically gave up nothing for him. They got it for a second round. Orlando, Orlando, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. That's the one who has the weekend hair, right? Yeah. Okay, well, the weekend's the old hair. <laughs> the weekend's old hair. Yeah. So they basically, uh, they got Alfred Payton for nothing, yeah. Hmm. Because, yeah, like, again, the Bulls are tanking. I was like, the Bulls could have got in on that conversation. Because <laughs> who was the Bulls? Oh, they got, the Bulls are good. Bulls got Chris Dunn. Like, who the hell is the Bulls point guard is Chris Dunn? So, like, yeah. They're developing him. So it was they're like, developing yeah. him, yeah. So yeah, I'm not that mad. Anymore. I like where we're going with our with our team. When I saw what yeah. um that Phoenix got Alfred Payton for a second rounder, I'm like the fucking Bulls could have got him like for nothing because the Bulls um, guards are trash most outside of like Dunn. That's so, like, yeah, um, yeah. Grant and Cameron Payne. So yeah, it's a lot of trash. Who doesn't even play at all? Uh, yeah, and by the way, Jameer Nelson was also part of that trade for um, Noah Vonley. Uh, oh, yeah, Nelson's yeah, yeah. Jameer Nelson, yeah, they moved Because they him. shipped him out. And then the Bulls waived him already, right? I think. The Bulls. Oh, no, they traded him. That's what you think. Yeah, they yeah, traded him, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Because I thought they were going to keep him as like a veteran, you know, mm-hmm. they, but then when they moved him, I said, They oh. waved um, Tony out. They waved Tony out. That's who yeah. they waved. Which I expected. I said, I don't like. Expect Tony to play one minute in a Bulls uniform. He could have came in and been like, it. West Side, because he's from the West Side. Yeah. West Side, he could have came in like that. Yeah, I so. didn't see it happening. So, really, all all three of those guys, because I don't think um, an old mayor I see is going to play much either. <laughs> he's another corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect him to play much. The yeah. Turkish hammer. <laughs> like I said last time, the Turkish corpse. Now. <laughs> don't expect much from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's the main ones, yeah. And the Bulls um got Noah Vonley like, to look at him for a half season. So. Mm-hmm. And then all the Cavaliers moves, like I said, getting younger and more athletic as Charles Athletic. Because <laughs> my head was just spinning after the whole Cleveland. I can't even keep up with the rest of the It's league. like unprecedented. It's like um, nobody's ever traded away half of their team. I just looked. I just felt like fire sale. Everything must go. Mm-hmm. Offer ends at midnight. I just yeah. felt like it was like one of those. Mm-hmm. You know how you like show the commercial on TV and they're like, everything has to go. Clearing the warehouse. Everything is gone. Everything is gone. It got rid of a ton of dead weight. Said Wade, Rose, Crowder, Channing Fry, Iman Shumpert. They got rid of a ton of dead weight. They kind of did. Yeah. They kind of did. And they still kept their Brooklyn pick. Like they even have to get Yeah, because I was like, how the hell do they still keep the Brooklyn pick? They kept the pick. And got three like uh, guys twenty five and under, and got a Brooklyn pick like for like this Son year's draft. Like Cleveland, y'all. I mean, they always come up, yeah. Y'all Trade GMs deadline. know what to do. <laughs> Unlike our GMs, I'm like Garn Packs. Yeah, that's another story. We went, we won't yeah, bury Garn Packs today because they weren't that. They got rid of um, Nico Meritage. So I'm good on Garn Packs for now. <laughs> Wish they would have gotten rid of um, Robin Lopez and um, what's his name, Justin Holiday as well too. Because, like, neither one of them are part of the future plan. Nah. Just go totally young. I say, like, get rid of those guys. It helps with the tank. And it's like, um, you get rid of guys that are, um, like, veterans that are helping you win right now. Yeah. Wish they would have moved both of them. Because then, like, you start Felicio and he's terrible. So, like, <laughs> no, he's going to lose a ton of games. He's for you. terrible. Felicio becomes your starting center then. <laughs> which, is, which is great for the tank. That shit. 
He got that money and dudes like, I don't oh, play no more. I got my money. Get your money's where had they traded Lopez, then you start Felicio. <laughs> he asked you Larry that. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he was asked you Larry that shit. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my God. Crazy-ass NBA trade deadline. Yes. And the All-Stars are this weekend coming up, so Mm -hmm. I will be watching. Should be fun, All-Star weekend. Well, I mean, aside from, uh, I bought my ticket uh, for Black Panther already. Okay. So I did do my early ticket, because I was like, I'm not falling for the trap. Because even if you do try to go to the movie, like, two hours before it started, it might be like, the next three movies are sold out. Sold out, and this is sold out. Now you have to go at, like, 12 o'clock to, like, midnight to go see the movie. So it's like, I was like, no, I'm going to buy my tickets early. So it is tickets available. Mm-hmm. Buy your tickets early. And we're going to see it in 3D. You know what? There's a lot of people are probably going to pay to that day. So, like, um, mm-hmm. I don't think um, advanced tickets are going to sell out. So, like, I suggest yeah. you get your advanced tickets. I suggest tickets you get. Because, like, that's the best way to get them. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's, like, but day of. Because even the show that everywhere. we did, because, like, when uh, we were selecting our seats, it was only two seats that had only been selected. So, like, the whole theater was open. Like I said, like, for the I'll, show, I'll the whole theater was I'll open. I um, it to sell out, like, advanced. Like, right, it's but, not. Um, if you wait that day, you're not going to find yeah. shit. Because they go back, oh, this, so, this is sold out, this is sold out, this is sold out. Next show is at 1130. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you may have been there since like three trying to like, get in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned the NBA All Star Weekend. Um, I think the Bulls' young guys are competing in the um, the Rising Stars game. Okay. I say Markinen and Dunn. Well, if nice. Dunn is healthy enough, nice. yeah, he should be. Out. I want to see Markinen. I want to see what yeah, he. I want to see both him of them show are out. Competing. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. And um, performing All Star Weekend is Miss Cardi. Cardi B, yeah. She's like everywhere. And Cardi got a little heat on her right now. Ooh, you I about saw that, yeah. And which is which sucks for her because um, NBA All-Star Weekend is in L.A. It's in L.A. She made a bad comment on Instagram about the Crips. About the Crips, yeah. She said, uh, I don't really, I don't like wearing, I, I read her exact caption. She said, I hate wearing flu, but this coat was too popping. A picture yeah. of her in a blue coat. And flat for and those know that don't that know, flu is like a side. That's what Crips call a blue. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't like wearing the flu, but yeah, yeah, because like the uh, yeah the bloods can't say like the B or anything like that with this. So then she, mm-hmm. and then she said, then she say that she's a blood or something. Or, she has blood ties. She has blood ties, and then they're like, "Don't bring your ass out here to yeah, L.A." The hashtag "Don't come to L.A." They, they send in the card. But we saw what happened when uh, Rick Ross tried to do it and here. Larry, Larry Hoover. Yeah, we like, saw what happened to him. The, the, the GDs told him, don't come His to Chicago. His ass didn't come to Chicago. His ass ain't come to Chicago. That Larry Hoover line, it's like, just, if you ain't about that life, just shut the fuck up, I say. And we all found out that Ross ain't about that life. No, he, he ain't about like the life. He was a CEO. He was a CEO. He's basically the real life um, Gusto. Gusto. For my CB4 <laughs> fans out there. How Chris Rock basically stole Charlie Murphy's life. So I'm going to be MC Gusto. I'm going to be MC Gusto. And this is Rick Ross did because this, this is a real gangster. Rick Ross. Studio gangster. <laughs> Rick Studio. Ross said, yeah, I'm going to call myself Rick Ross and shit. So it was like a real killer out there called Rick Ross. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like just, if you're not about that Yeah, life, we ain't about that. I, I'll go on the record and say I ain't about that life. Nor am I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so not about the way we grew up. It's like we are not about that life. Like I know nothing about that tie. I don't have nothing. I guess a lot of that that goes on. Check out shout out Lena Waithe once again with the shy. I still have epic to watch on it. Showtime. Yeah, check it out if you're a fan of like it's like a Chicago, a modern day Chicago version of The Wire is what it's like. So 
I still gotta like watch it. Like the wire was set in Chicago, now you get the shot, basically. Mm-hmm. And it is like fake gangsters on there, like, dude, you ain't about that life, just go home. It's like I'll be like yelling at my screen watching that shit. You know, everybody thinks they hard. I just wanted to have mild sauce. That's just my only request is that you have mild sauce on the shy. Because, I mean, we eat mild sauce on our chicken in Chicago. So. I think I do a Harold's chicken scene in there. Yeah. Gia Dolls, get some deep dish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Lena Waithe and Common. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying what they're doing with the show. All right. Yeah. Possible show for me to watch on my, uh, my binge watch mm-hmm. or maternity leave. Possible yeah. show. Make that happen, kid. Yeah. But, um,. Cardi could probably fix this by just um, sending out another statement. She didn't delete the picture. She just, she just took her caption off. Mm-hmm. The picture of her with the blue coat is still up. She just took. She just like put another post out. Like um, I didn't mean to offend. I fucked up. I didn't mean to offend yeah. anybody. Like sometimes it's as simple as that. Just say like mm-hmm. I fucked up. Like Cardi probably could like. Because Cardi, I don't, I don't think you about that life, just sweetie. I don't think you about nah, that Cardi, life. Like, she you were a stripper. Like, I don't think you about. You're a, and a reality you were a star. stripper. That's what you do. It's like, yeah. And I'm glad that you know that you were able to flip your, you know, popularity in. You know, now you're... Yeah, superstar. Now, now you're a superstar. Mm-hmm. You had a Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. You're doing All-Star. Yeah, All-Star weekend. You it's had the like, highest song the of 2017. Like, yeah. like you, you're doing big things. You you did mm-hmm. song Bruno Mars. Come on, yeah. how big is that? It's like, Cardi just, you know, keep on it's rising. Like, ain't nothing wrong up. with, you I know... Ain't nothing by that picture, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong My with bad, trying yeah. to just rise and just be, you know, a superstar. Leave that gang shit alone. Like, just leave and it alone. And you gauge to, like, one of the most popular rappers out right now. So yeah. Just, yeah, just leave that bullshit alone. Leave it alone. Shut the fuck up. Like, oh, yeah. And shifting from Cardi B to um, Khalees, like, she's more drama with Nas and Khalees right now. <laughs> Story that just won't end. Like, Khalees is, um... Trying to get more child support out of Nas. I saw this stuff. <laughs> Saying that um, the eight thousand dollars a month ain't enough for like her and her eight year old. It's like eight thousand. Like seems like a nice amount of money. Eight times twelve <laughs> is ninety six thousand for people who don't who don't know math. So you're almost getting six figures so that's almost a year child support year. out of this. But Khalees wants more. What what type of um? I mean, like I know. Okay, like, I have a daughter, and, like, I'm paying for daycare right now, but your son is eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can go to school for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want him to well, public sure, school. Like, I'm sure but I'm sure you don't. But, I mean, you got a private school. But private school is not, mm-hmm. even, like, the top private schools here in Chicago, because I've looked at some top private schools here, they might be, like, for a child that age, they might be, like, like near $30,000 a year. So that's still a significant amount of money that you still have that's left. That's like three years of um, tuition, basically, and you still would have money left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and didn't you just sell your house and you and your husband bought a farm? Mm-hmm. Like, I saw a story about that, like, uh, a couple months way. back, because they said that she wants to, um, you know, live the um, the simple life where she wants to have, where, like, uh, she grows her, she wants to grow her back. own food. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, we have a smoker. So she was like, well, like, basically, it is a lot of people who are going, um, the route of, like, I want to grow my own food. I want to harvest my own food. I want to do my own because, food. Because, um. Because it's healthier. It's healthier. You and it, um, it prepares you if some dumb shit happens. Exactly. Like, if something happens, like, um, a, a city slickers wouldn't be prepared. Nah. Like, the motherfuckers in the country would be good. Like, like we get our food from them. It's from like, them, right. Like they, they grow and send it to the city. Like, you're mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, go out and, like, catch a fucking animal. <laughs> so, like, hey, like, we would I have, have to, to go. I had to go back to my high school and go back to my chaz roots. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I 
had to go back to there and be like, hey, y'all, <laughs> I need some help. But that's why a lot of people are getting into that is they preparing for like, if some dumb shit happens, I'll be good. I'll be good. But yeah, they were saying that, yeah, she sold her mansion. Like, you know, she bought a farm. So it's like, so you sold your mansion and bought a farm, but now you need $8,000. You need more than $8,000 a month. <laughs> Lisa's, well, boss name Milkshake was a long time ago, so like them, them checks ain't coming in no more. That's what it was. And Khalees probably needs the money, I think. Yeah, and like obviously she's not getting a fucking job or nothing, so she's doing this because she needs the money. She's like, oh, I need a little. But you're married, isn't it? Like when you're married, it's like doesn't it your husband like? I mean, well, that's child support, so I mean, yeah, for separate care. from like. Um, but I mean, I know spousal support. I know that mm-hmm. ends because like once you get married, it's like now you're your new husband's yeah, uh, responsibility. responsibility. Child that's until the child is still eighteen. That's nothing to do with um, but, being married yet. Yeah. But still, it's like it, that's trifling. Mm-hmm. I think. But she did say she's bossy, so she told me that man alone. Leave that man alone. Let Nas be great. Let Nas just be great. Mm-hmm. He already broke up with Nicki Minaj. Let him be great. Yeah, he lost Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Let him like, be Nas great. Nas not having a very good year. And he fell off, too. He's not the MC he once was. Sorry, Fisa, but Nas fell off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you read the Quincy Jones Vulture interview at all? <laughs> I heard snippets of it. Um, I didn't read the whole interview, but I just saw like the key, the key notes that they wanted to focus on. Well, you you can't um, you can't talk to old niggas. First of all, isn't he like ninety? First of all, he's eighty five, right? He's up there. He's up there. But yeah, you can't let old people talk because shit like this happens. And like with Quincy, like um, a lot of what he said probably like happened, but I think it was a lot of bullshit he padded his wit too. Cause doesn't he? Have, Cause like the first thing I heard was that he was like he said he has twenty two girlfriends, and like his girlfriends range in age from like twenty nine to whatever or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he has like all these girlfriends. Quincy got bitches. First of all. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure like what Viagra or extends mm-hmm. or whatever is doing, so I'm not sure how much of girlfriends that they are. But some about Marlon Brando <laughs> fucking Richard Pryor. And yeah, all and Marvin Gaye and, Marvin Gaye and... Gaye has, uh, <laughs> James Baldwin was that one of them too? Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, he's just wilding out. And like, think about all the people he's talking about, like dead motherfuckers that right, can't speak their size. Right. So plus, there's a lot of this bullshit that Quincy is saying. He talked about Michael Jackson and Prince saying that problem. Prince, Prince tried to kill room. Michael Jackson. <laughs> tried to run him like, over. <laughs> And we know the video. I've seen the video that he's talking about. It's like when James Brown is doing a show and um, he invites Michael and Prince on stage, which is the only time Michael and Prince right, ever well, performed together. Ever like, together, right. In, like history. So like it's pretty good. It's out on YouTube if you want to. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it before. Yeah. Invites, yeah, like shit. Because like, they were like the two hottest guys. Like you said, yeah. invite Michael on stage. Michael gets on, sings a little bit, and Prince comes up and like he, grabs the guitar. He has a guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They said that um, Prince like um, tried to upstage Michael and then tried to kill him and run him over afterwards, which sounds like bullshit. Once again, both Prince and Michael are dead. You can't ask him. I just like, think about this happen? Purple like, yeah. when he gets on the motorcycle and he gets Apple he says, get on. Yeah. He did run more his day down in that scene. He calls him uh, a long That's what I think about the scene mm-hmm. for Purple Ray. Yeah. Ooh, maybe it happened. Maybe Morris is not for it. Ran Morris Day over. Oh, fucking movie. Well, hold on, Morris. <laughs> I know people are like, like, if you haven't seen Purple Ray, you're like, what the hell are they yeah, talking yeah. about? 
No white Trevor Ray. I think he's coming back to shows for one night only. So yeah, go get it. It probably is because like the anniversary of Princess uh, Death is coming in April. So so I think they're probably gonna put it back on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So check that shit out if you get a chance. <laughs> good. Well, check it out now. If you got check it, it out now. Good to check out for Black History Month. Speaking yes. of which, speaking of which, um, since we are in almost the middle. Near the middle of February, mm-hmm. yeah. We're near the middle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll use a part of this show to talk about our Black History must-see movies. Must-see Black History. Must-see movies. Yes. I actually did star a documentary last night, but then Ariana wouldn't let me finish it. She started tripping, so. Mm-hmm. But it was a documentary I starred. It was by Spike Lee called Four Little Girls. Okay, I It was about that. the uh, church bombing mm-hmm. in Birmingham. It was about that. And um, this documentary was done in 1997. Okay. So it was done about 20 years, a little over 20 years I know he ago. did another documentary mm-hmm. after that um, about New Orleans and Hurricane Katrina. Because oh. the levees break, I think, what it's called. So he yeah, 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 yeah. I remember when that was out. So it yeah, had yeah. to be about 10 years ago when right, he did that, that one. documentary. Mm-hmm. But he did that one. And it was, uh, from what I saw so far, it was just just looking at where we've come from. Like, when people keep on saying... Well, it wasn't that long ago. And why do we need a Black History Month? We don't have a white history. history. Shut the put, fuck put, up. Put your tiki torch down. Shut, shut the, the fuck up. up. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I get passionate about this type of stuff because it's like... Put the tiki torch down and shut the fuck up. It's like having children, it scares me a little bit now with this. Especially, like I said, I'm, I'm going to have a black son. I have a black mm-hmm. daughter already. I'm going to have a black son. And just seeing that this blatant racism is still alive in 2018. Mm-hmm. And it's like having these conversations with my kids. This is like conversation I was hoping that I wouldn't have to have with my kids. Yeah, like you said, that shit wasn't that long ago. But it wasn't that long ago. Was it that, oh, this the fucking 60s when the Civil Rights Bill mm-hmm. passed? It's like 64, 65, like, like that. Yeah, because the church shit. bombing happened in 63, the church mm-hmm. bombing. It's like our our mom was alive in sixty. She remembers that. She remembers bomb. that vividly, not vaguely. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like our mom, was of a certain That's a age. Big story, and she remembers. Yeah, she that. remembers that. So it's not history at her. She actually saw it happen. Mm-hmm. Like the white colored, the white and colored um, restrooms yeah, and drinking um, fountains, segregated um, facilities. That wasn't that long ago. It's like back of the bus, all of that. It's shit. like you can like either. It may have been like, depending on your age, it may be your parents who lived through it, or it may be your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Our parents lived through civil rights, mm-hmm. so we're only a generation away from from this bullshit. from civil rights. We are. So when they say it wasn't that long ago, and this, that, why do we need to we need to honor Black History, but well, technically we do need to honor Black History three sixty five. We do mm-hmm. real talk. However, since we aren't honoring it three sixty five. Like how we should. It's cool to get um. We need this, to get our um, month like this. Because right it started where as a week first in like yeah. the Negro 70s? Negro History Week. Negro way History back Week. When, which became Black History Month eventually. Yeah. Because it was always month for us. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about like the influential um, African Americans. And um, like I said, going with, like the movies uh, that I say just, that are just good to watch. And I put my disclaimer up. After you watch these movies, don't be around white people. <laughs> yeah, just try to watch them. Like, if you're going to be in for the night. Just watch them on Saturday night. If you go outside, you might feel some don't type of way. Don't go outside. Just, just stay in your little, just stay in your bubble. Because, like, some of this stuff Can I throw one album, one of my favorites? Oh, yeah. I'm going to start out with Rosewood. Yes, that's the first one on my list. Oh, we both think alike. Yeah. <laughs> 
Rosewood. I'm glad I have that on DVD because I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now. Because I was looking for it, I was like, I have it in the old school DVD. Yeah, when I put it, uh, when I, I typed in, only had like the um, you could rent it. They only had you could rent, yeah, because I got like, I did the uh, the voice from Moa. I did the same. Yeah, thing. and I was like, yeah, Rosewood. Like, At first, it showed that Morris show. No, show was like not that. Not that show. Sorry, Morris, but yeah, he's fine, but. But I mean, sorry, that was just me. <laughs> about the John Singleton '90s movie Rosewood with Ving Rhames, Don, Don Cheadle has the role, Elise Neal. Yeah, that movie is what we're talking about. Um, Void. Yeah. Um, Bridget, uh, what's Don Cheadle's wife's name? I forget her name. Yeah, yeah. his wife was there with him. Um, yeah, good cast. Mm-hmm. Hell good of a cast. cast. Yeah. Um, dude, Duke was off the chain. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I forget Rosewood. the actor's name, but um, I know his face. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Rosewood was based there. on a true story. Like quick uh, overview is um, basically um, a black man was like accused of raping a white woman, and then like the they whole town, burned the whole town, the down. whole town, like, like, Michi, like she falsely, and it was a lie. She falsely accused a black man. So they show up at Don Cheadle's house basically to like confront like the alleged um suspect which they said you're hiding that nigger. You're hiding there. him in the and house. So they, yeah. they shoot his mother on the porch and then yeah. he gets spoiler. his guns and like yeah we give him spoilers like 20 years spoilers. Spoiler. So I don't feel bad about these. <laughs> it was 97 when it came out. So and he gets years. his gun. He gets his gun and pops two of them and so then it was on after that. Yeah it was on and popping. It's like okay you shot my mother and shit like yeah so he's like he shot two of their guys after mm-hmm. that shit. And that's that's why they burned the whole fucking they burned town the whole town that. down. Yeah. And like I said, it was based on a true story. So he this killed two based- white men. We we got to get those niggers now. Yeah, it's like, it's and it's basically on- about being Rames, like um, protecting the women and children, like leading them. I said, we gonna get y'all yeah, on the train. We gonna get you guys out of town, out, out of town. Mm-hmm. to get help from John Voight. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like the soft the ally. Yeah, he was the ally. But um, it shows that they didn't care because they were killing children too. It's like. You know, you say like grow. Like, I can't imagine like a grown man if somebody's like chasing my children. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh no! 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 I can't even imagine that. Bruce McGill, let's do. Bruce trying McGill. To find yeah. <laughs> so I know the actor. I'm I know him his on face. Yeah, stuff, I know his face can't too. Speak his name. <laughs> yeah, he was off the chain. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out Michael Rooker or Rook Rocker Rooker. I think is his name. He um, I know him from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Yon doing Guardians of the Galaxy. He played the sheriff in Rosewood. Oh, yeah, the sheriff that was a puss. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the weak-ass sheriff, yeah. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't stop the mob. He's like, basically let them burn down the mm-hmm. town. So, yeah. Since we're yeah. going to go with Vigilante still, too, we're going to stick with the, uh, stick with the uh, Vigilante stuff. Birth of a Nation, another uh, yeah, movie Birth you should watch. Nation, yeah, it just came out last. Year. We're talking about the um 2017, 2016, right? not the uh, 2016, one from 1915. Not, um, not the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> Although um every film steward, because Marcus was like when he went to Columbia, every film steward they, they have them watch that because that was that was like the first movie to actually do like the special effects that they did in that mm-hmm. movie for like the filming purposes. And, like, the way that it was shot, it was, like, for them to get that effect in mm-hmm. 1915 or whatever when it came out mm-hmm. was pretty, like, how did they get this effect back then? And the reason Without why, CGI I, know, um, and all why that. I know what that movie was was, like, shout out Chris Rock. Like, oh, yeah, everybody hates Chris. Hates Chris yeah. Cause, um, his father had bought their first VCR. Which was a Betamax, a like, beta. like, you know, like <laughs> that was a joke. To the the, the cheap fathers, like, yeah. the VHS was the good shit. Beta, yeah, beta was, was the bullshit. Crap. So, yeah. Yeah. He bought a, a secondhand Beta, <laughs> yeah. 
And so he had everybody, like Greg and his classmates, were, like giving him all their beta tapes. Like we don't, we have, we don't even watch we this. Don't shit. Watch so beta, we watch beta And then so the the class bully Caruso, Caruso. he say, yeah, here's a here's one for you, Birth of a, Birth nation. Of a nation. It's a classic. It's like yeah. Damn, he gives yeah. him that, like because like obviously Chris is only black kid and exactly. Caruso was an open racist on that yeah. show. Yeah, so he, he was gave a tiki torture. So yeah. So he gave him Birth of the Nation for like, yeah, it's a movie for you to watch. <laughs> so that's my memory. But of that yeah, movie. <laughs> but the, the Birth of a Nation, not Birth of a Nation. The Birth of mm-hmm. a Nation is uh, the one about the uh, Nat, Nat Turner and the slave, the slave rebellion. rebellion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like that story. Because watching that movie, my mouth was like, because mm-hmm. I watched that like last year sometime, and my mouth just fell open. I mean, obviously, it didn't get the... I watched it about a year ago. It didn't get the support that it should have got when it came out because of the scandal, air quote, with, um, mm-hmm. with Nate Parker that was the going Nate on. And, scandal, and it just um, it wasn't promoted well. It wasn't promoted movie. well. But um, it like, was a... She's like, look at all the hype just behind Black, Black Panther, Panther exactly. You, you didn't get none of that. It didn't that. get none of that. And like Get Out got a lot of hype. Yeah, it it's like, did. But it's like, yeah, whatever. The, the, the movie wasn't promoted well. It wasn't promoted reason. well. It should have been promoted much It should have been promoted and then the, the, the scandal just basically scandal. killed it dead. Yeah. Like, whatever little promotion it did had, that killed it. But after. it was a, like, the movie, I was just watching it, like, because mm-hmm. uh, my girl was in it from um, How to Get Away Murder, Asia. Uh, mm-hmm. Naomi King was okay. in it. Um, Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Even though she didn't have any lines, but Gabrielle yeah. Union was in it. Um, yeah, but as I was just watching I that think movie, Gabrielle Union probably just couldn't do the accent. That's why I didn't give her any lines. Probably because yeah. like those for those accents are tough. Like I was, they are. as an actor, like, they are. Like accents are tough. So like, mm-hmm. sometimes I was just don't say shit. Just like mm-hmm. like if I was playing like a British guy, it might be hard pulling it off. So okay, I just won't say. <laughs> Stand there and look me in the chair. Yeah, like, Hello there, governor. You sound like that. Because you got to sound the part. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was eye-opening because it showed basically how they used the Bible to control the slaves. Yeah, which I've known of that for years. Like, That's that what movie that was about. That, which would have been good if the movie would have been promoted. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that is like they did use um because slavery's in the Bible. Slavery is so in the Bible. Like yeah, here Jesus says like yeah, you got to be a good honor slave, your right? master and this and that. But yeah. they don't show the other part. They just only show like the snippet because like any, like the slaves couldn't read, so they yeah. didn't tell them what they wanted. And yeah. anything that you know, anything can sound good if it's put in the correct context. Yeah. So if you just take like one small snippet of something and you're like, yes, slavery is okay. This mm-hmm. is your duty. As Africans, we need to serve these Europeans and you need to be our slaves. If you put that in context, in that one context, it can sound good, but clearly it wasn't a good thing. Same thing thing with, um, (laughs) it wasn't like in the Quran with um, multiple wives. Right. Mm -hmm. If you take it out of context, it says, like, yeah, see, man could have up to four wives, a Muslim, but you don't read the line after that. It says, like, but, like, if you can't afford it, have one wife. Mm -hmm. It was leave that part out because I just want to have holes. Yeah. It's like, like, see, yeah, the Quran says, I could have up to four wives. Yeah, but the thing we have four, you got to be able to afford. So like, mm-hmm. like it's not like sister wives. Like you have four wives, you gotta kind of buy this wife a house. You gotta have a house. You gotta own four houses. You gotta own four houses. And like basically, you gotta have all of your wives with all of their own shit. Basically, with their all. With Which is why you see all these the rich sheiks. They mm-hmm. did that. They could afford it with the same amenities. They have to have mm-hmm. exactly the same. Yeah. Like you can't have one wife in a Mercedes. And then the other wife has yeah. What you do for one, old ass Volvo, right? Yeah. It can't be that. So says, yeah, if you can't, <laughs> can't afford it, that. have one wife. It says that after it. It's like, 
also uh like sticking with this theme too. Because it wasn't in Rebellion, but it's based on a true story. Also, 12 Years a Slave. Yes. Like, that movie. Shout out to Attell. Shout out with um, the Lupita. lovely Lupita. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very lovely Lupita. Mm-hmm. Um, watching that movie, I was like, my mouth was just like. Because, um, and that, like, once again, another, oh, watch another it, recent spoiler we get for this is, like, um, he's, um, Solomon is Chiwetel's character, and right. he's, um, a musician from New York. From New York, right. He goes out on a gig. He's like a two, cellist, I think, or yeah, something? Yeah, he played, the, um, cello, nope. viola, violin, or viola. Yeah, I know it was a string. Yeah. He played a string yeah. instrument, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes out on a gig with these two white guys who drug him and then him sell him as, and a slave, him as a yeah. slave. He said, no, nigger, you're, you're a runaway named Platt. He's like, you're not Solomon. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. I'm Solomon. I'm, I'm from New York. I'm a musician. Like, nah, you just run away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They took him down south to Georgia and there. Yeah. He was like 12 years 12 a slave. Years, yeah. At least 12 years. Away from his family and all that. Cause mm-hmm. He had a wife and he children. He had a wife and children. Yeah. Wasn't his wife pregnant just had a baby or something? Yeah. It was something mm-hmm. like that. Because by the time like, you know, when they reunite at the end, his it's daughter like... His was grown and everything. Yeah, his daughter yeah, was grown and she had her, had her family. and yeah. But he didn't even recognize his kids because they were grown. They were by grown then. by then. Like 12 years later. Mm-hmm. And then just uh, the part, like the spoiler part for me is... Uh, when Lupita, when she's whipped, like mm-hmm. that part. Oh, that's just... the part that got the Oscar. <sighs> but it's like, but watching this stuff, it angers you. But mm-hmm. this is reality. This happened. happened. You can't pretend it didn't happen. So it's that's like what a lot of um, I won't say tiki tortures, but especially like a lot of um, the, the guilty whites. Why do we need to talk about, about this? It was over one hundred and fifty years ago. Yeah, it that was happened. The past. Let's, let's live for now. It was like, but. We gotta talk. We about have to this. address the past first. Them, in order to fix shit now, we gotta. We have fix, to address talk about it. That address shit. the elephant in the room. We gotta talk. We about have that to address shit. it, and it's the only way it's going to get better by mm-hmm. talking about that. Technology, shit. like like a, a meme that I saw. Nobody, like white people, nobody is saying apologize for what your ancestors did. Yeah, nobody. However, you, but, um, it's up to you now to fix it. Shit, yeah. I can't change what my ancestors did. White people, you can't change what your ancestors did. But it's your duty now to make sure that you fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't go any further. Like, people should not still be, like, uh, it was recently a school up here, uh, suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the kids spelled out N-I-G-A-Z. Because mm-hmm. it was like a play that they were supposed to be like other letters, but then those students got together and they wanted to be funny and they spelled out the N-word. Mm-hmm. And this happened last week. In Illinois, last week in Illinois. Like I said, just fix it, basically. Yeah, and to, to fix it, we got to talk about. Movies we got to like talk about this. And like I said, it's hard. But I mean, you always say the white people; they never want to like watch. They're like, "Oh no, I, I want to turn a deaf ear to that." No, don't turn a deaf ear to that. To me, I like seeing stuff like that, not because I love talking about this shit. Like that's the other thing that a lot of them say too: is like, "Yeah, well." I'm tired of talking about. So I was like, you don't think we're tired? Of you don't this think shit? we're tired about? Like you just you, you don't have to talk, you don't have to live this shit every day. Like right. every day we got to talk about shit like this. So like, mm-hmm. if you're tired, imagine how I feel talking about this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the race car. You, don't you think I'm tired of having to play a race mm-hmm. car? Having to prove myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd much rather watch like a Black Panther or like or some funny shit like mm-hmm. fucking. Eddie Murphy uh, back in the eighties or whatever. Yeah, Axel Foley. Yeah, funny <laughs> shit. But like, yeah, but I like watching these movies too because it like mm-hmm. yeah, it does it, it generates a certain it type of feeling. Something in you. up in you. So yeah. And like just watching the twelve years, I was just like my mouth just dropped. It's like 
our ancestors, I'm sure our ancestors had to live through that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people in our family that went through that. That went through that and just seeing it and like actually like putting the face within just really just really mm-hmm. you know slavery it wasn't like yeah the africans came and helped the europeans mm-hmm. like you know they like because like i don't know if this is like a real thing or but somebody had a history book that they were saying and i don't know if it was just photoshopped or whatever, but allegedly this was a, a child's assignment it was saying that when the europeans came they needed help so then the native americans moved to allow the europeans to like you know, to like set up getting wiped out and shit. It didn't mention none of that shit. No, and like the way that they whitewashed <laughs> it, I was like, this has to be a joke. I said, this can't yeah, really be. Sounds like bullshit. I was like, I've this really can't. But, but, but it's a real book. It's ridiculous. But I haven't uh, really found the origin of it. But I mean, it keeps on floating around Facebook. But I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna one day look up the origin and see if it's true or not that mm-hmm. book because I was like, if that book is whitewashing the history, I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh. Another one, like I said, we still gonna stick with the theme. And another one, okay, Lupita got her Oscar, going to another Oscar. Denzel Washington got the Oscar Ooh, for Glory. Glory. Yes. That's another movie. You have to watch Glory. Mm-hmm. Glory was about the Civil War, Civil War, and it was about the black soldiers that fought mm-hmm. in the Civil War. Because it was black soldiers that fought in the Civil War. So, Glory. So, um, basically, you say I gotta, um, I gotta get my ass whipped in a scene. Like I've been lit on fire and I've been shot. Because like get whipping scenes get you Oscars. Denzel got his for his Oscar. He got the whipping scene as well too. Yeah. And the tear comes down. And the tear like, when that tear so just comes down his face. We actually had to watch that in high school for um, Black History Month. And like um, all the girls and like even my instructor, they like couldn't watch that scene. Mm-hmm. Like when the whipping scene, they all covered their face. So when I watched, I was it watching like this is so powerful. I was watching. I think I was like right out of college when I watched because Feast had it on video and then Feast like, have you ever seen Glory? And I'm like, no. And he's like, we're gonna watch Glory today. And he's like, this is when Dizel got his Oscar. I think it was like right after Dizel had got his Oscar got for Training day. day. Yeah, I think well, it was. Lonzo. And then Feast was like, oh, you gotta see when he got his first Oscar. And then if he showed me, yeah. And then he showed me that I was like, and Matthew Broderick, he was good in it, yeah. yeah. And then the guy, they the one, um, the guy who was the Claw in um, Liar Liar. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know the actor's name, but he was the Claw. The lame guy. That, yeah, um, he was in it too. Not the Jim Carrey called the, the lame guy that um, the lame guy that his his ex wife was, was going to marry. <laughs> the Claw. The Claw. Him. Ooh. But, I got a good one for you to watch too. What? Um, a time to kill. A time to kill. That's on the list with too. Sam Jackson, motherfucker. Sam Jackson. And I hope they burn in hell. I hope they burn in hell. That's so Sam Jackson, Sandra Bullock, Matthew McConaughey. You have um the um what's the the the, the, the Sutherlands, mm-hmm. Kiefer and Donald. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah, so. Kiefer was like he was a he was snake. a tiki torture. He was a snake shit. in that. <laughs> I was like ooh. I was like, you ain't 24 in this. You ain't yeah. 24 in this. You're not, um, Jack Bauer. <laughs> Jack Bauer. You're not um, the Lost Boys in this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> and then Donald played the drunk. Um, his, uh, He was like the mentor for Matthew McConaughey. The, um, right. The washed up lawyer. The washed basically. up lawyer. Yeah. He was like, he played that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was good. With, yeah. Um, McConaughey and Sam Jackson. Like his daughter gets raped in more spoilers. By two white men. Two yeah. white men. Oh yeah, Rock. Um, Charles Dutton played the um sheriff. The sheriff, there. yeah. And he mm-hmm. basically he, he arrested two guys. 
And as they're getting arraigned, um, Sam Jackson goes and pops them. Yeah. He comes out the closet <laughs> that he hid in overnight, and he just yeah. pops them. He hung the song out in the courtroom all night when they were bringing the guys yeah, in. Yeah, he just comes out and pops him. them. He, like, kills them both, yeah. And he told Matthew McConaughey the night before, he said, if I need you, mm-hmm. you got me. <laughs> you got me. Mm-hmm. Which is technically premeditated, but not really, because it's like if my daughter got raped and... Mm-hmm. Gang raped by two white guys, and mm-hmm. now she can't have children, and she's traumatized. And she thinks that because I took a shortcut. Yeah, because she thought that she did she something thought that wrong. She, did something she got wrong. raped. She was apologizing. I'm sorry, daddy. Because she took yeah, a shortcut I home. I yeah. Cut the yeah. alley with her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she thought that she, she thought that, that it was her she fault. She was at yeah. fault. And that was a uh, Raven Kelly, a young Raven mm-hmm. Kelly. Yep. And I was like, it technically is a pre-military murder. I mean, that that was um, a crime of passion. You just snapped. I mean, I would have did the same thing. Somebody, you mess with my, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Real talk, I am. I'm I popping think that was you. the last movie for the late great Joe Seneca. I want to say too. He died oh over yeah, he was um the NAACP guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Seneca wasn't. I think that was his last. The best movie. part, spoiler alert, to be wasn't the part when they held down the uh, the Grand Wizard and they like they uh, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> they burned him. The kids, the firebomb, the firebomb, they burned the, the Grand clan Leader, yeah, yeah, the Grand Wizard. Because <laughs> of um, you know, like, they had the clan outside. The you clan had, like, was the, outside. The blacks, um, the protesters, the protesters outside yeah. too. So like. They got heated, so they got into a like physical, and then they they lit the the clan leader on fire. They yeah, fired him, yeah. burned him alive. These little kids, they were maybe like twelve, fourteen. Yeah. They these like yeah. they, they grabbed him, they held him down, and then they threw the fire bomb, bomb, bomb on him, yeah. burned him alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great fucking movie. Though. And then the other part where um, at the end, when like he gets the not guilty verdict, and then the black lady pulls off the hood spits and she spits in the guy's face. Yeah. I was like, yes, gee, I would have did that shit too. I would have did that. Hell of a movie. That was a great movie. What else you got, kid? Uh, of course, uh, like I said, gotta go back to my Denzel, Malcolm X. Oh, uh, yeah. You gotta watch. I mean, Another Spike Lee joint, yeah. I mean, it's three hours and 40 uh, yeah, minutes. You gotta prepare yeah. for that one, yeah. <laughs> it's three hours and 40 minutes, so. It's like the whole story of Malcolm X. <laughs> it's the whole story of him going from Malcolm Little to Detroit Red. Yeah. To, to in X. prison, mm-hmm. to Malcolm X. Yeah, because he found the nation when he was incarcerated. To El Haj Malik Shabazz, and then to his death. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, obviously. Levels, yeah, because like I said, that's the only Spoiler thing got, alert, obviously, learn, about yeah. us. Reason why we know so much about Malcolm X, duh. Obviously, you know, yeah. obvious reasons why we know so mm-hmm. much. And then every year, why are they always wearing signs? That's what I said. They jump down our throats, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> You have to write a um, composition about um, a famous black American. Naima. Okay, you get Malcolm Naima, X. Naima, you're doing Malcolm I don't X. I a fucking choice and shit. Like every year. Naima, you do Malcolm X. Like, isn't it discrimination because of my last name? Is that discrimination? They couldn't get away with that shit now. Back then, they would just say, like, automatically give you Malcolm X. Isn't that politically incorrect? <laughs> every year. Because <laughs> I was just looking up, like, every year. I'm like, I don't want to write about Malcolom like, X every year. I know everything year. I know about I know everything about That's why when the movie came out, I was like, not only, like, the, um, I, like, Cause, because we always wrote about him, mm-hmm. but I read the autobiography. I was like, I know everything we that's know about everything to happen about. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Watching along, I could tell you what was going to happen mm-hmm. before it happened. I was like, I know everything about And I like that Malcolm we did X, that literally. because uh, my teacher, well, uh, Miss Ford was my uh, sixth grade teacher, and we read uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. I think know? I read that one on my we read own that. just because we read that like, class. Um, 
it was like the mm-hmm. cool thing. Is like because I mean it was around that time when the movie came yeah. out. It was around the same time when I was in sixth grade. I want to say it's around out. um mm-hmm. nineteen ninety when I read that book. Yeah, it's a couple of years before the movie. Yeah, and it was like it, it timed out where like we were at sixth grade at the time re- the movie came out. Um, the they re um published the republished book, it. Yeah, when, um, the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And then our teacher like us, she was pro before she was pro black and yeah. <laughs> so she was like, we're gonna read the autobiography of Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and we was like, okay. <laughs> So I had read so the book cool. and I had written every composition about so I was like I knew the whole movie. I was like, okay, this okay, this is the part when such and such happens. Yeah. <laughs> and like, then like the even story. like comparing because like obviously like they changed stuff for cinema to make it more yeah, interesting. All that's what say all biopics bio are like picks. have um fiction in them. Yeah. That's it why is. they say based on a true based story. On a true they don't story. say this is like one hundred percent fact. Like it might be every single one of them. It might be up to like seventy, seventy five percent true. The better ones have more truth. It might be up to like seventy five percent true. Questionable ones is a lot of bullshit yeah because like it's um creative license like the like for example when malcolm x um baines didn't exist he wasn't a real person right like that was a fictional character and shorty was a, uh, combination shorty was a combination of like, of like two of guys or three people red, detroit red knew yeah mm-hmm. and baines was just like um a guy they just i like the nod with the mm-hmm. with the chicago rare rare fox in it because they're on uh, the Mal- malcolm, malcolm x and the um autobiography like malcolm yeah. x and red fox were friends yeah so. and i like the nod that how they did the move that they didn't have to come right out and say this is rare fox they just had a guy with a gravelly voice who was like scared who yeah, was a dishwasher okay, and he chicago was funny because he had the voice and it's yeah. like that's rare fox you know that was just like a nudge nudge wink mm-hmm. wink it wasn't like this is rare fox you know but yeah, so check yeah, out the Malcolm. They should have had Ronaldo Ray play Chicago Red. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, that's what um, Spike should have cast. Yeah, he should cast him. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, a comedian. He has he, the red lights. Red skin, light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he kind of had a little gravelly voice too. Yeah, he could have like faked it up. He could have yeah. like changed it up. I think my memory of um, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> Ronaldo Reyes, like the only good part of House Party Three was the scene with him in it, with the comics, yeah, going there, Brian Mack and him, and, and like, Myra J. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, um, oh no, it was um, simply marvelous. Was like, oh, simply marvelous. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she played Jawbone. I don't remember the character's name, but Jawbone. Jawbone. They called it. <laughs> I even remember your name. They used to Jabo, call you Jawbone, <laughs> and that's my memory of Ronaldo yeah, Reyes. That, was that fucking scene. And then the other one on Friday, you want some of this old man? Nope. Right, yeah. so <laughs> With yeah, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but um, another movie, new movie that came out last year, like the Switcher. Um, since like we knew everything about Malcolm X, a story that I knew nothing about until the movie came out, Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. I like um learning stuff like that. That was too. a great movie. Like that's a that's and it's free right now on cable. Mm-hmm. It's included right now if you have like the cable package or whatever. It's included right now, so you can watch it for free. Um, Hidden Figures, excellent movie. Like I never knew that there were these amazing, wonderful women, black women behind the NASA. Yeah, I didn't they, know that. Um, basically, um, were the brains behind um, mm-hmm. the, putting the first man in space. In space yeah. yeah, to do the orbit, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, he would not go up there without Catherine's calculations because mm-hmm. Catherine Johnson, oh my gosh, if that woman, like, just mm-hmm. listened to her speak, like, I was looking at her every day when she was like trying to break down the formula, and she's like, "It's not that hard." And I'm like, "Yes, I'm like, I don't know what you just mm-hmm. said. Like that for, I don't know what that even means." But she was like, "It's not that complicated," and then she just broke it down like. And it's all but another historical oh, thing. Gosh. A lot of people didn't know, like especially like our age is like mm-hmm. um, we think of computers, we think of machines, but right? Like, 
mm-hmm. before machines, computers were human beings that computed. That calculated. Like, yeah, they calculated. They mm-hmm. So like that's what a computer was in that era. Mm-hmm. So they were computers. Uh, mm-hmm. The black women. We, they compute, so they're computers. Mm-hmm. Come here, Ariana. <laughs> you want to talk about hidden figures? All right. What you want to say about hidden figures, sweetie? She don't know. You don't know. You're going to watch Hidden Figures when you get a little bit bigger, okay? Because you need to know about Black History. It's Black History Month, so you need to know about it, all right? Okay. All right. Go back with Daddy. <laughs> Another cameo appearance. Another cameo by, by my daughter, yeah. <laughs> she heard something about the black women. That's why she came in. She yeah, see, right on cue. Strong black woman. I'm raising a strong black woman in the making. <laughs> she might be the next. She might be the next. Uh, she might have some hidden figures. She might her. have some hidden figures in her. So I mean, we never know. I'm gonna keep on encouraging my baby. And then um, a couple more I have on my list. Uh, the Thirteenth documentary. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was really That's good. On Netflix. That's on Netflix. I think it's still on there mm-hmm. about how they, um, how the system. Mass incarceration. Mass incarceration. Like, okay, even though slavery ended, now how do we still keep these black people enslaved? It is a form of slavery. Mass Mm -hmm. incarceration is a form of slavery. And then it touched on the drugs and the AIDS. It it just touched on so much stuff. Yeah. um, How they got a lot of black leaders on board with um, the tougher, the the more the stricter drug laws involving crack, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of people now say, why is it more stiffer penalties for crack than cocaine? A lot of that came because of that era. Mm-hmm. A lot of the black leaders wanted stricter penalties. Say, yeah, this stuff is killing our communities. If you get caught with it, you should instantly get such and such. Mm-hmm. And then they took that and ran with it. That's what it was. But they had um, the Clintons they showed in that with um, they Bill the Clinton, Clinton's Super drug Predator. Bill, yeah, yeah her saying the Super, Super Predator. Predator. And like, Bill Clinton was the one who like passed this fucking bill. Yeah, why it's strikes, so yeah. yeah, that was Bill Clinton. So yeah, the Clintons mm-hmm. put us in this mess, right? Yeah. So just watching that mm-hmm. documentary about how it taught, how it started from like ending slavery in 1865 to how it just in each moment, became, like they showed the chain gangs in it. They showed mm-hmm. like just a different it's levels to it. They showed it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm just watching. My mouth was just wide open because I mean, obviously the facts are there in front of you, but. You don't think about it. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't think about it. You just kind of just... Mm-hmm. You just kind of like push it to the back of your mind. But then when somebody puts all these facts and put them in front of you, and then when you arrange all the pieces of the puzzle, you're like, wait a minute now. So saying, hmm. Wait a minute now. And then my last two movies, and these are like more so for like, you know, they're not based on anything. But I mean, it's just... A lot of like racial tensions in it. More Spike Lee movies. I love Spike Lee back yeah. there. Because uh, School Days is a must-see. Of course. Why School Days? Because like, just the whole colorism. Good and bad hair. The I whole colorism. I see in particular, I like um, with the, the Jigaboos and, and the, the wannabes. wannabes. Yes. The good and bad hair scene is excellent. Mm-hmm. We were watching uh, what you were last night. The uh, You gotta understand the reason. I showed Ari that video last night. <laughs> Old school t-shirt. And she was trying to do the uh, hands. Ari was trying to do the coordinate. Jasmine Guy was in that too. I'm yeah, Jasmine Guy. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. two other broads who have no idea what they're doing mm-hmm. now. <laughs> and then the other one, um, do the right thing, of course. Oscar, like yes. the racial tensions. Um, and Wookie. I'm not playing. And even like um, 
the parallel like with Raya Raheem and Eric yeah, Garner. Yeah, Eric Garner, yeah. Because I saw a it's video where they, um, with that they took now. the audio from Do the Right Thing and put it over the video, the Eric Garner the Eric video. Garner, and yeah. it matched. And it matched. Perfectly, like, yeah. It did. The way, like, the way they edited it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did match. Mm-hmm. You want to come back, Ariana? Yeah. What sister you have? You have what? A stethoscope. See? Mm-hmm. We might have a future doctor in the house. See? <laughs> So black history, encourage your kids, teach them about, you know, that it was black doctors. Doctor Daniel Hale, Hale Williams, Williams first open heart surgery. Yeah, a black person did that Ariana. Mm-hmm. See, she wants to listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. See, she listened to your heart. You listen to your heart. There you go. But yeah, definitely um, I got another one I want to throw in that list. Um, check out Crash. Yeah, Crash is good. Crash a lot is of good. racial tension. A lot of racial movie. tension. Mm-hmm. Shout out Terrence Howard, Lorenz Tate, Andy Sandra Bullock, Ludacris. Great cast. Yeah. Hell of a cast. Hell of a cast. Yeah, all star cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won the Oscar, right? Yeah, they won Best, Best Film Best, that yeah. year. Which I want Get Out to win this year. Also, check out. that. I'll put that on the list, too. Yeah, get Out. Get Out. Check get out, out Get Out, the sunken place. Yeah. Check that one out, too, for Black History Month. <laughs> And on that note, we going to get out. Yeah, we said get, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Wrapping up, not another damn podcast, episode 38 snub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feeling it. Feeling it. Feeling it. Appreciate each and every one of you supporting mm-hmm. not another damn podcast. And if you want to support, here's a few things you need to do. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, share, rate, review. Do mm-hmm. those four things. You can find us on iTunes. You can also find us on TuneIn as well as SoundCloud. Yes. Do all of that. Mm-hmm. And to reach me, hit me up at Ozman the Wizard on my Instagram and Twitter, Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. You can check out Not Another Damn Podcast as well on Facebook. Like that page. And check out coming soon the all new OzRadio.net. Um, mm-hmm. You can check the beta version out now. It's in the um, soft launch, but we're going to do the hard launch coming soon. Yes. And it's awesome too. I listen 2K to Classics, it. I'm dropping on that. It gets one, me yeah. through work, my, through my work day. I listen to it yeah. all the time. And you can check me out, msimah626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Still following my pregnancy progression. 31 weeks. Nice. Nine weeks left. Woo, woo, woo. Also, check out the Straight Gully, S T R A G U L E Y 1 on Twitter, S T R A G U L E Y 7 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then also like my Straight Gully uh, Facebook fan page. I'm getting back with my blogging. And vlogs to come really, really ooh. soon with that. Anyway. So, ooh. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>